Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, April 6th. While Congress is out on recess, we are not devoid of political drama in this country. We're going to take a look at what's happening in some state legislatures driving the political conversation this week. There are a whole host of hot button topics and issues that get the left and the right very animated in our political discourse in this country. Guns, abortion, education, LGBTQ plus rights are just some of them. And what we're seeing in Tennessee and North Carolina is a real shakeup in their state legislatures, which could mean shakeups for people who live there and beyond, as other state legislatures look at the political impact and fallout of the circumstances we're seeing this week. In Tennessee, the House voted to expel Democratic Representative Justin Jones. By the time we recorded this podcast, The House had yet to decide whether two other lawmakers, Democrats Gloria Johnson and Justin Pearson, will meet the same fate as Jones. Now think about this for a moment. Three democratically elected representatives to their specific districts. They were not thrown out of office by their constituents at the ballot box. They were expelled, or likely to be expelled, by their fellow members. Why? Because... Enough of their Republican colleagues across the aisle thought that they crossed the line last week and broke House rules. Johnson, Jones, and Pearson protested on the State House floor last Thursday with a bullhorn to call for gun reform in the wake of that deadly shooting in Nashville on March 27th. You'll recall three nine-year-old students and three adults were killed when a shooter opened fire at a private Christian school. And since then, Some in the community have been grieving their losses and demanding their political leaders prevent another tragic incident like this from ever happening again. Those were the sounds of protesters outside the state capitol today, courtesy of WTVF. Here's what Jones had to say right before the vote to expel him took place. We're calling for a ban of assault weapons, and the response of this body is to assault democracy. It will signal to the nation that if it can happen here in Tennessee, it's coming to your state next. And that is why the nation is watching us, what we do here. My prayer to you is that even if you expel me, that you still act to address the crisis of mass shootings. As legislators waited to vote on the expulsions, state lawmakers voted on two school safety bills. One would protect a student who is reporting a school threat, while the other would require the establishment of a state-level safety team. Annual school drills take place and that all exterior doors at all schools are locked. Pearson, Jones, and Johnson all said today that these bills fall short of dealing with what they see as the root cause of these school shootings, access to guns. We don't need a solution that says if you don't lock a door, get someone with a gun. We are making this political statement today by trying to act like we're doing something that is not going to do anything to prevent what occurred. Because this bill is a Band-Aid. This is a very small measure that typically won't have effect on any of uh, the school 
uh, slaughters that we have seen. One of the Republican sponsors of one of the school safety bills, Rusty Grills, told Jones it addresses the threats towards schools and that the bill was introduced back in February and is not reactive or a political move in the aftermath of the March 27th shooting. The Republican Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, said peaceful protesters are always welcome to the Capitol to have their voices heard. But he says the reason this vote took place today is because these three lawmakers broke, quote, several rules of decorum and procedure on the House floor. He also said in a series of tweets on Monday, quote, we cannot allow the actions of the three members to distract us from protecting our children. We will get through this together and it will require talking about all solutions. Here was Sexton on March 30th, the day of the protest in question, on WOKI's The Howl Show, describing what he thought of their conduct at the time. Two of the members, Representative Jones and Representative Johnson, have been very vocal about January 6th in Washington, D.C., about um, what that was. And what they did today was equivalent, at least equivalent, maybe worse, depending on how you look at it, of doing an insurrection in the Capitol. It's worth noting the House has expelled only two lawmakers since the 1860s in Tennessee. In 1980, after a representative was found guilty of accepting a bribe while in office, and in 2016, when another was expelled over allegations of sexual harassment. And in neighboring North Carolina, we are seeing a different kind of a display of a raw political power move. Republicans now have supermajorities in both of the state's chambers of the legislature. That comes after a House Democrat announced she was switching parties from Democrat to Republican. State Representative Tricia Cotham won her blue district as a Democrat by nearly 20 points last fall. The party that best represents me and my principles and what's best for North Carolina is the Republican Party. Modern day Democratic Party has become unrecognizable to me and to so many others. That is courtesy of WRAL, as is all the sound you are about to hear from North Carolina. Cotham said the turning point for her was when she was criticized for using the American flag and praying hands emoji on social media and on the back of her cars. Now, of course, Democrats reacted strongly to her decision, with the state's new Democratic Party chair, Anderson Clayton, calling on her to resign. Here she is at a rally yesterday. Representative Cotham's decision to switch parties is a deceit of the highest order. It is a betrayal to the people of Mecklenburg County, with repercussions not only for the people of her district, but for the entire state of North Carolina. HD 112 is a 60% Democratic district, y'all, and they do not choose to elect a Republican. They choose to elect a Democrat. This is no simple switch of party taking place here. This is now delivering veto-proof majorities to the Republicans in the legislature in one of the most hotly contested political battleground states in America, in North Carolina. And remember, it's a Democrat there who serves as governor. These new Republican supermajorities are seeking new curbs on abortion and changes to election laws and education policy. Members of Cotham's new party held a press conference today on the bill they're trying to pass called the Fairness in Women's Sports Act, co-sponsored by Republican State Senator Kevin Corbin. As the title suggests, the bill is written to ensure fair competition in women's sports. 
It would be unfair to our students if we ignored some of the biological realities that have measurable impacts on outcomes in sports. This bill sets out to fix those loopholes. Equality NC is an LGBTQ rights organization in North Carolina. It called out the sixth bills state legislators had filed in recent days, saying of the ones dealing with sports, quote, anti-trans athletic bans are discriminatory, unnecessary, and do nothing to benefit women's and girls' sports. This party switch that alters the legislative reality in North Carolina comes just a few months after the Supreme Court there went to a more Republican majority. And in fact, with new Republican members elected to the Supreme Court there, the court just recently decided to rehear cases dealing with voter ID and redistricting simply because there was now a different political majority of justices on the court. Watch carefully how these moves play out in both of these states, because the eyes of the nation are upon them. And legislators from other states will be watching closely to see what they may be able to accomplish and maneuver politically and to see if there are any lessons learned here from both the tactics and the blowback. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.